You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, I've never really thought about it because I just sit there and I'm doing, yeah. doing quite a bit. It's become like a tick. No, it looks creepier than you think it does. Well, no, but I didn't think about it. I'm not trying to be creepy. I'm just trying to make sure. I'm not actually trying to not be creepy by trying to make sure it's all zipped up. So you're doing the opposite of what of what it appears to be what yes. you're doing. But I realize now that it might appear to be, and I've done it so much now that it's a tick and I don't realize I'm doing it. Yeah, you do it all the time. Yeah. I see you do it all the time. Oh, I'm, I'm kind of no. used to it at this point. Oh, no. People are thinking I'm... I'm messing around down there. Yeah, yeah I think they do. Good. I think okay. they think so. Uh, hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you for tuning in wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, go to funemploymentradio.com anytime you're going to be shopping on Amazon and click on the Amazon link right there on our page. Of course. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we have a fantastic show lined up for you today. So coming up, uh, joining us in just a little while are going to be two of our favorite people here in town. Mm-hmm. At least two. Mr. Sean Jordan. Yes. And Mr. Randy Mendez. Both very funny young gentlemen. Yes, indeed. Who will be joining us talking about an event that they'll be participating in. Yes. Yes. So very, very cool. And about life. Yeah, life. Are we going to have life talk? Sure. Okay, are we going to get really deep this time? Like we've had fun all these other times. Let's get really deep. Yeah, this let's time. just yeah, let's let's just make it real. Tell us about your fears. Mm-hmm. What are you afraid of, Sean? Don't ask comedians what they're afraid of. Yes, and but no, and you have to do it in that low voice. You don't want to might... accidentally break through the wall because you know they're they're very good at their art. And like, what if you ask the one question that makes them finally break? Well, no. See, I know we don't do those kinds of interviews, but I think I could be pretty good at that about you know getting the emotion out, like the Barbara Walters style, like Sean. You're exactly opposite of that. Where did it all Where did it all go wrong, Sean? Where are you at right now? How did you get to this point? You have Something exactly like opposite See, if you say of that skill. Voice, though, nobody wants to tell you anything. What? Sure I'm sorry. Do. No, sure you were like do. you would be a horrible therapist. Oh no, I would be. A I would never tell you about you're you're such a stress ball. If I ever told you about any of my problems, you would just immediately flip it onto yourself and be like, oh, well, you think you have problems? What about my problems? That is not how I would work. That is not <laughs> how I would do that. This is no. If I were if I were like a therapist style person, I could do the therapist interview. I could do a whole show about that kind of stuff. I'd be perfect. Do at you it. want to be Greg Nibbler therapist? Yes. Okay. Sarah. Tell me where it all went wrong. <laughs> See, it, the reason you couldn't be a therapist is because you asked questions like that. <laughs> you mean to ask- where did it all go yeah. wrong? <laughs> Why? Because it implies that it's wrong now? No, I mean, yeah. that's not what I'm going... Okay, okay. Sarah, tell me the darkest moment you remember. What? These are horrible. I've been in therapy, and those aren't questions yeah, that see, they that's ask. Where you you got to go to the low points first. No, you don't. And then you build them back up. You got to tear them down. You gotta tear them down to start off with. Yeah, people are saying you'd be a good uh, analyst therapist. You could be a good analrapist. Sarah, when you were young, what did you want to be? See, there we go. That's a little softer way. That's weird, though. That's a weird question. What does that have to do with anything right now? Well, see, you don't no, know. No, see, I'm asking you. No, I'm asking you as the therapist. No, you're not the therapist. That's for me to ask. No, I, I can ask I'm you. The th- I can ask you the questions. No, I know where I'm directing. Have you? Uh, you don't even know how therapy works. You can ask questions back. No, no, you don't. You don't talk back to the therapist. That's not mm. how it would work in my practice. In my practice, I ask the questions and I know where it's going to go. But I have to. I have to lead you there. What's so you're a psychic therapist now? Is that what you're no, saying? No, I'm along those lines. I'm not uh-huh. saying. I'm not calling myself that because I have respect for my field that I've that I've just entered. But no, I um I, I just I know where it's supposed to go. So I know I know what I'm what I'm trying to get at. I know what I'm trying to get at. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about you inadvertently being creepy. 
Okay. Okay. So this is what we started off early in the show because I was I was bringing to attention something that Greg does quite a bit that he didn't really realize that he did, which is the fact that Greg right. is constantly worried that his zipper is down. Well, I have a pair of jeans <laughs> that I wear that it does it has this issue where the uh, the zipper it doesn't go down all the way, but it'll go down like half an inch or maybe even an inch just with just by walking around it just does it. And because of that, because I've been called out on it before, I've developed this tick that I didn't even realize I had until it was called out today that I I'm constantly checking it to make sure that it's up. Yeah, you're constantly touching your penile area. Well, and then I'm pushing up on it because I'm trying to push the zipper back up under my belt. And I realize that I do this in public a lot. I'm doing it to make sure that I don't look like a pervert and that, you know, things aren't popping but up. But in turn, you're playing be. with yourself in front of people. But it looks like I'm playing with myself. That is what that is true. It does look like that. Now You've I can see that. You've got to be careful. I'm tied to you business-wise. Like, I can't have like people saying stories about how they've seen Greg Nibbler out playing with himself in public. <laughs> see, and that's what I hope I hope has You need to maybe on. not wear those pants or get, like, button flies or something. Well, no. I just I have to remember. I mean, the pants fit great, except for the little zipper thing. There's something off with it. And now I realize, though, that I have been doing this. And he, I've been doing it out in public. Especially, like, if, if we go out and we're like... Having meetings, maybe some drinks at the meetings. Then I then I get self conscious because I'm going to the bathroom. And then I'm like, oh well, let me make sure it's up. Let me make sure it's up. So I'm constantly fiddling down there, and it does. It it probably looks it probably looks really bad. Well, see, someone has a good suggestion in the chat. I'm looking. If you get one of those little metal rings, where you can kind of like a keychain ring or something, yeah. and you can actually put that through the hook of your zipper, like where the hole is. Yeah. And then when you zip up your zipper, you hook that ring over no uh, the button of your pants. No, that's. That's, and then it makes the and then it makes the the thing stay up. That's and too then, much work. It's not too much work. It easily comes on and off. It's just attached to your zipper. No, I think that's going to look worse than anything else. It looks like I'm I so want to zip down my pants. I have to remind myself not to by strapping them to my belt. No, I think that would look worse. I think that that would require more explaining because then that's more fiddling too. Because that means I'd be in the bathroom like fiddling around down there. And and it would look. I think that would look worse. I think that'd be worse than anything else. Alex says that your life story is. I'm constantly fiddling down there. The Greg Nibbler story. <laughs> well, I just yeah. I you realize, don't see it, Greg. It's over the uh, button. It just pulls the thing up. Well, this is that why though. I would rather call this out publicly so that if somebody does see me out and about, and it does look like I'm. Wait, I'm so are you planning around. about running around somewhere and like playing with yourself in public? Is this like what you're trying to do? Is like this is prevention right well, now? Like I'm planting the seed for this. Like, I don't know. You like, have talked about when you're old how you want to just be able to want like wander around pantsless. Well, yeah. That's when I'm. That's when I'm. Really because you old. can't keep your pants up? Yeah, if I make it to like 85 years old, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk around with my pants off because you can get away with that kind of thing when you're old. No, what this, this but I, I'm not to that point yet. I have, I have a number of years left before I'm 85 years old, so I, don't, I just don't want to look like, a, like I'm, you know, kind of a, a pervert walking around. That's what I'm trying to avoid. And so I'm trying to make sure that I have my zipper. You know how you look like a pervert? By touching your penis in public. Yeah, I'm not I can't. touching my penis though. But, but you were outside, like we were just talking to our friend Ryan, who stopped by to visit, and he was, you know, and we started talking. And you were like fiddling with your zipper, and I was actually like, "What yeah. is he doing?" And then I realized that you do that quite a bit, yeah. And you do it in front of other people because usually <laughs> when you do this, it's when we have a guest or something, and you're afraid your zipper's down. So the first thing you do when you see somebody is go right for your crotch <laughs> and tug on it a little bit. I'm not tugging on it. I'm pushing it. I'm pushing the zipper back up. It may look like I'm tugging on it. I realize this now. And now I have to break myself with a habit. But it's hard because I've been doing it so much, it's, it's, it's subconscious. Like, I'm not realizing that I'm doing it. So somebody has to call me out on it, I think, is what's going to happen. You're going to have to call me out. It would be like, Greg... I'm not going to sit here and watch you when you're touching your junk through your pants. I need you to always be looking to see if I'm touching my... I'm not touching my junk, by the way. That's not <laughs> what I'm doing. If I'm adjusting my zipper... 
That's what I'm doing. I don't understand why you wouldn't want the keychain ring thing. That would solve all of your issues. If what you're doing is taking your zipper and flipping it up, this will hold that in place, and then no. it won't be popping up, and then it won't have. You know, no. Then your zipper won't be going no. down. No, because no. I'd have to. Why are you so off? definitively against this? Yeah, because that would take way too much work. If I'm if I'm going in to use the bathroom, no, I don't want to have to. Un- Greg, you don't. You just lift it. it. You don't unlatch it. It just goes around it, and then it's bigger than your button. And all you do is just lift it up and pull the zipper down. No. Nope. Too much work. Are you kidding me? No, that's too much work. That just, no, no. I can't do that because then uh, it'll See, look See, so weird. you're not even willing to even try to stop, you know, <laughs> touching your zipper st- in public. I will stop. And that's, the thing is, that's not necessarily going to solve the, either way though, if I stop doing it, then I'm still going to look like I, it's going to look like my zipper's coming down. And this is a big problem for me. This is a big problem. But I refuse your solution. I'm not going to do that. It's a really good solution. Mm. <sighs> I, I don't understand why you're against it. It no. doesn't make any sense. Well, because nobody else has to do that. I don't want to be different than anyone else. You already are different than like everybody else. I can't else. wear my pants correctly. You and can't I have to have wear special, your pants correctly. I have to have like special Clearly, things. you cannot wear your pants correctly. No. You are constantly having this problem. I'm just going to wear sweats for Other now people on. don't. Oh, no. God, no. No, but other people clearly can wear pa- their pants normal. This is obviously an issue for you. You are not a person that can wear their pants normally. That is exactly what you are not. Well, I'm, most of my pants is just this pair of pants, but I like them. I like them when I'm. Oh, you know what? I do it when I'm filming too. Oh God! Oh, I didn't you better think be careful because the wrong person's going to get the wrong idea about what you're doing. Uh, just adjust this down here. It's just one. And I don't acknowledge it when I do it. I'm just like tugging away down there. <gasps> I'm just like pushing away down there. Oh, it does look bad. It looked bad. Well, I want to get it out there in the open. So, like, when we have our listener party on February 22nd at the Hawthorne Theater, uh, if you see me touching my pants and it's, it's doing that, all I'm doing is just making sure that the zipper isn't come down so you're not getting an unwarranted show. Can you do it for a special occasion? Will you put the key, key ring through it? No. No. That'll be uncomfortable. I'll be. It's a- not uncomfortable. It makes complete sense. No, I'll know it's down there. And I'll be thinking about that all the time, and I'll think, oh, boy, everybody's looking at this because they're like, what's wrong with that guy's pants? Why does he have to have that? Everybody knows what's wrong with your pants now. Everyone is going to be staring at your pants. But this is, this is the way, though, now if I call attention to it, nobody's going to be bothered by it. It'll be normal. It's like, oh, no, he's just, he's just adjusting. Yeah, everyone zipper. you meet in the world is listening to this particular episode mm-hmm. and is going to know, like, oh, no, he's not a pervert. As we heard on episode, you know, 1021. Uh, no, no, no. He just, uh, he has zippers that fall down all the time. Clearly. See, then I'll be, then I'll be in the clear. Then I won't. I won't appear to be fiddling. Fiddling's a weird word. I'd just say be careful if you're at auditions or something, and some girl okay. is there and thinking that you like accidentally make eye contact with her while you're adjusting your zipper. <sighs> I, I do have to think. <laughs> about Mr. Jenkins says this is the most elaborate cover story for not being able to keep your hands off yourself that I've ever heard. <laughs> That's that's not the case. That's not what's going on. I don't understand. If like we've given you a simple solution to it, but you're saying no, you still want to keep doing it, but you're aware that you're doing it. Why? If you have an answer, why do you keep doing it? I just have to start thinking about it more and keeping my hands off of there. And then if my zipper's half undone, it's not my fault. It's just like, well, this that's just how his pants work. And if somebody gets a show, they get a show. Oh my god. All right. Well, that being said, let's move away from your package and on to the packages in my apartment. Ah, (laughs) Look at that that transition. So so we talked about this last week. Now, I had uh, finally written a note 
for Rachel. Rachel's the girl who is in my apartment building. I have looked her up online on the internet. She is alive. She is well. She is not dead in her apartment as we thought she might be. Yeah. She is fine. I found her on on the book of face and everything. But for some damn reason, Rachel refuses to pick up her packages that have been piling up in front of the mailbox in my apartment building. Right. And it's like a four-story building, five-story building. Yeah. I don't know how many. It's like five stories. or six, I think. What a, yeah. There's a lot of apartments yeah. in there. And... So this is the community mail area where her packages have been sitting there for months and she's refused to pick them up. And so you wrote in what, what exactly? So I did write the note. So I actually okay. took a picture of the note right before I posted it. Here, right here it is. I'm posting it into the chat right now and we'll put this on the website too. So this is the note that I wrote for her and I wrote, hey, Rachel, <laughs> your packages have been here for months. Want to pick them up? And I, wow. put, I pointed arrows down. I don't that's like, kind of a snarky note. I don't think that was snarky. Oh, that's a little snarky. No, it was just questioning like, hey, want to pick them up? Like maybe oh, she no. wasn't aware. No, that's snarky. I I would take that. I mean, I'm not saying you're in the wrong for doing that. Um, because obviously if they've been there for that long, clogging up the community area, yeah, mm. that's a problem. But yeah, that's that's no, so get that's kind of snarky. So I wrote that note and over the past uh, over the course of the past, I don't know, like um like four days since I put up the note, she has received a couple more packages. And I can tell now that I'm not the only one that's annoyed because she received a couple more packages and they were kind of strewn further down on the mail thing, and somebody took the other two packages and piled them on top of the pile that was underneath the note that I wrote. Wow. So somebody else put them on top of the pile. Like somebody else noticed that that she is not picking up her packages. So you're so basically the entire building could be ticked off at Rachel mm-hmm. over this. All right. So <laughs> so you left the note there. It was pretty snarky. It's annoying. So I left the note there and it was up there. All the way, I, I, when I got to my apartment yesterday, uh, you know, it was still up on the bulletin board next to the thing. The packages are still there. When I left my apartment this morning, however, packages still there. Note gone. She took the note she off? She took the note, and she will not take the packages. Oh, I'm this assuming is... it's her that took the note. Oh, this is war. It's total war. Oh, yeah. Well, what are you going to do next? Well, I have to write another note, clearly. You have to. Yes, you have to. I want to maybe ask her. I want to be like, hey, Rachel, you took my note, but you forgot your packages. Yes. Yes. Okay. Put, what should I write? Um, something along those lines. I think that would be good. You have to. You have to build it up because you have to assume that now it's like a, it's like a standoff. Now she's going to refuse to take the take the packages. Um, what if you could? Do you have <gasps> no, any? no. And someone's saying she doesn't live there. She obviously moved out. She lives there. She live. I, I know because there's a directory of people that live. She lives in my building. Okay. She still lives there. Do you have any more boxes that like empty cardboard boxes? Because what you could do is start wrapping up other packages and pile them on there in addition to them. <laughs> I think that's what you should do. Start leaving her more boxes. Just keep doing it until she's got to do something. That's what you got to do. You we, think? We'll find some cardboard boxes, yes. and Well, because we'll I'm fun. trying not to be mean, but, uh, but it's starting to get a little annoying. So, and you, you were sure she lives there? I'm because sure she, she lives there. You're right. She took one of the packages. She took she? one of them, yeah. Okay, or at least we assume that it was her. We don't know that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's selectively choosing not to not to take these packages. Yeah. Have you looked up where they're from? All right. So I saw one of them. Okay. And uh, one of them is from... So I found this... So one of them also said her name, and then it said a company name. Okay. And so I looked... I looked up her name along with the company, and she still works for that company. And one of them is actually to her, and then it, you know also for the company as well. And she's been leaving those as oh, well. You know, if you really wanted to be... Be uh, if you really wanted to go full on, full on war with this thing, you could take that package and deliver it to her work. 
No, I don't want to spend my money doing it. Okay. Well, no, I mean, drop it off. Hmm. Drop it off at, at the work. Yeah, and people are asking if I've seen her with my own eyes. Yes, I've, I found her. I found her on the book of face. I know what she looks like. And yes, I've seen her in my apartment so building. We've confirmed she is not mm-hmm. the dead. No, she is not the dead. She is. She is very much alive. She's a little. She's a little snotty, which is kind of making me makes it a little more fun to mess mm-hmm. with her. Why is she leaving them there? This really does bother me. Like, if she doesn't want to just put return to sender, that's the other thing you could do is write return to sender on them mm-hmm. and then just put them back in the mail. But I think I think what you need to do, though, if everybody, because it sounds like most other people in your apartment complex are still on board, I would I would write another note. If this one gets taken down, start boxing some other stuff up and, and give her more packages. Give her more. Just keep on adding to it. <laughs> just add to the packages. Keep on adding to them. And then what you, what you could even do is box up one of her other boxes. I'm not going to box her box. What? No, stop. I'm not going to box up her box. Okay, you're not going to box up her box. No, because I'm not going to touch her property. Okay, add more on there. No. Add more boxes. All right, maybe I, maybe I can add more boxes. I think that's But I'm not going to touch her property, except for just to put it in a, in a contained area, because her packages are everywhere. Okay. Yep, start adding more. Well, I have seen her. I haven't seen her in a while, but I know I, I've been able to match her with, but I know who she is. Tape a quarter to the box. Be like, here's a reward for uh, for taking this box. Like, here's a we're, shiny we're paying quarter. you. Yeah, we're paying you to take this up here. Oh, there's a lot of things that we could do to start escalating the situation. I don't know if I want to escalate it, though. What if she's going to figure out it's me? Who cares? She's yeah. left it there for months. Who, yeah, it is pretty weird. Who cares at this point? No, I say keep on doing it. Although you don't She's really like want to actually do that. very lucky that nobody has stolen. I mean, I'm not going to touch your shit, but I mean, there are like a 80 different people that live in my apartment building. And that's only like 80 units. But I mean, there are more people than that. Like out of all of those people, everyone else has been trustworthy enough to not take her shit that's been sitting there for a long time. Yep, you need to start messing with her. It's time to it's time to take it up another level. I'm I not going to Maybe we should ask uh, Sean and Randy when they come in too. We can see if they have any idea about what kind of note you should leave. Mm-hmm. I think we should ask them. <sighs> but I don't want to be. A, but I don't want to accidentally like have her figure out it's me and then be stressed out in my apartment. Well, don't, don't, don't let her know. I mean, you know when people are coming and going out of there. Yeah. Just write it beforehand. Should I disguise? Walk up and put it up and then go. You should want I... me to write it? Yes. So it's different handwriting. Yes, it needs to be different handwriting. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah, and we'll have different handwriting for each one of them, so she'll never. Okay, be able so to different people can write the different notes until she yes. takes the packages. Yes. I like that idea. Absolutely. I like that idea. Absolutely. Oh, we can have some fun with this mm-hmm. thing. I think we leave a different note every day until she... Do you know what the horrible conclusion is going to be? Is that, like, this is satirical purposes, but, like, her boyfriend has murdered her pretending to be her on the internet, and really she has been dead the well, entire time. Well, that's dark. Oh. I thought you already saw her. I just... I watched a Lifetime movie last <laughs> night. How? It just... It, it really threw murder, me off. Everything goes straight to murder. Uh, before I went to sleep last night, I watched the Lifetime movie, uh, which was amazing, call it, uh, you know, starring pre-Academy Award winning uh, Hilary Swank. As a sorority sister. Okay. It also starred uh, Mark Paul Gosselaar as a roving reporter. Also, oh. Six from Blossom was in it as well. Six from Blossom? Mm-hmm. She gets murdered. Oh, Spoiler really? alert. I think I had a crush on Six at one point. Yeah, she gets pushed off yeah. of the clock tower during initiation. Oh. And then all the sorority sisters band together because uh-huh. they're like, they're not going to tell on a sister, but Hillary Swank right. wants to get to the bottom of it. And her of and course. Mark Paul Gosselaar start to develop a romantic relationship oh, no. because they're both writing on the school paper. Uh-oh. Then they come to find out that the same sorority had a similar incident that uh-huh. happened years earlier. Okay. And they find the girl and she doesn't want to talk about it, but then they get her to open up sure. and then Six's death is avenged. Yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes perfect sense why yes. that would happen. I'm no just idea. What you just said. I'm just saying the same thing. Over exactly. And over. Yeah. Okay. So this is what you think is going on. There could be some kind of a plot going on. It might well, be. Regardless, I think you should still should put that up. We're gonna. I will write a note for you. 
after the show. Okay. And you put that one up. Okay. Put, done. Put the new note up. All right. That'll make me feel less uh, less icky about it if it's your handwriting. Okay. Fine. All right. Done. I'll do it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Okay. All right. Well, um, all right. We've got a few minutes here before our guests come in. Should we do a little bit of ball talk? Let's and do then. It. I've got something extra special for today. Oh, I have boy. breaking news. Breaking news? Breaking news. Will I be excited about this breaking news? You should be. Everyone okay, should you, be. Okay, the way you worded that when you said should be, that means I'm well, not going not, to be. Well, if there's something wrong with you, okay. because this is big news for everyone. This is, this is going to be groundbreaking stuff I'm going to review. Oh, wow. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, so it's short balls today, smaller balls, but they're still supple. They're still ample. They still provide everything that you need. Ball's big enough to keep the zipper up? Maybe. All right, first up in ball talk. Got this. This is just something random that I did discover, and I just wanted to make sure that you were aware of it. Kobe Bryant had a receipt of his that ended up becoming public, and it was a receipt from when he was on a Nike commercial shoot and when he had a haircut. Now, if you've seen Kobe Bryant at any point in the last probably four or five years, he is completely bald. Kobe Bryant has no hair. Oh, okay. He I guess I never really head. think about and it. He yeah. had a receding hairline, but now he just shaves it. Good. He just fully embraced it. I respect that. Well, the bill for Kobe Bryant to shave his head is $725. $725 to shave Kobe Bryant's head. I wonder if you're so disattached from reality at that point when you're so rich that it feels like you aren't getting a job well done unless you're spending an exorbitant amount of money. I don't know. That Could must be. be it. Like, he's just like, all right, you know, I can't get a $50 haircut. But if it's almost $800, that'll be a good haircut. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that that could be. That could be it. But uh, 700 and, yes, tw- uh, $25. For shaving his head, I will. I would like to publicly announce: I'll shave Kobe's head for five hundred, five hundred dollars. Okay, I mean, you know, you can add in the two hundred for the for the flight down there. But I'll take care of it. I'll sh- I'll shave his head for five hundred bucks. Just putting that out there. Need a little side gig. All right, moving on to ball talk. As I said, potpourri of balls. And, and I have a question for you in this, too. Okay. I, I actually do have a question coming up here in a minute. Um, first up, uh, just an Alex Rodriguez update. He did officially file in the uh, federal court in Manhattan to a 33-page um, retort in, in order to try to get his 162-game suspension removed. Wow. So Major League Baseball suspended him for 162 games. He is now going to sue in a federal court in Manhattan. Okay. Suing Major League Baseball to try to get that removed. I don't think it's going to get removed. But that is what he's doing. Well, best of luck to him. He's got enough money. He can keep on doing this forever, though. Um, all right, moving on to ball talk. I'm going to go straight to this. This is, this is my question for you. And then I have something that's just odd. So my question for you has to do with this. And I, I posted this actually on Twitter over the weekend because I've noticed a lot of backlash about something that's going to be happening at the Super Bowl. Okay. And I'm curious as to why, because I don't fully understand. So the Super Bowl halftime performer mm-hmm. was announced, and this was a while ago, as Bruno Mars. Yep. Bruno Mars, the halftime performer. I have not seen so much hate for Bruno Mars or, or for a performer at the halftime show as I have for this one in a long, long time. There are people really pissed off. That it's Bruno Mars? That it's Bruno Mars. Why? Do they want to see some, like... Oh, maybe they want another lady, like, shaking her cakes. (laughs) Shaking her cakes. Uh, 
I don't know. I don't know what the deal is, but there are people that are very, very angry about Bruno Mars, and I'm curious about your opinion on that. Do you think it is a poor choice mm-hmm. for a Super Bowl halftime? Performer? I think that he is an amazingly talented singer. I don't know how he is as a performer. I don't know if he'll be boring. I mean, from what I know, he he's a crooner. He is a crooner. And uh, he sings a lot of very good songs. I don't know how entertaining it'll be. I've never seen one of his shows. I've never seen him perform live. I've seen I him don't perform him on like Saturday Night Live and stuff yeah. like that. Like I like the spec. I like seeing the spectacle of the show. Like even if it's shitty, like when mm-hmm. Madonna did the show. Like I I liked it when she did it. It was just there's so much stuff going on. Well, here's the thing. They also added in since I think this is because of the backlash. Bruno Mars is still performing, but this was also this was just recently announced, like in the last week, maybe maybe even less than that. That they added another act to perform with him. And I don't know if this was to try to assuage some of the people who are very pissed off. But performing with Bruno Mars will now be the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They're still together? They're apparently still together. So it's Bruno Mars performing with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Now, I don't know how oh, the act is actually going to work. Whether they're going to do separate things or whether they... i assuming they'll have something, some kind of crossover. But, but Red Hot Chili Peppers. I really dislike the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I. So that doesn't up the ante. For that, does that doesn't not. That up doesn't the make ante. it better. They're, uh, from working at Rock 101 KUFO and having to play them every goddamn hour. Like I and I know that they probably have some good songs. Whatever. Being diplomatic here. I personally don't like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Right. Well, we did have to play them you know a what? lot in, in terrestrial radio. I'm just saying I'm damn happy. Instead of watching that halftime show, I'm going to be watching the Kitten halftime show. So that's fine. Well, okay, that's fine for you. But I'm still saying there's this this backlash over it is surprising to me. I don't think Bruno Mars is the worst choice in the world. The guy can sing. He'll probably be mildly entertaining. But I'm curious, who do people want if they don't want Bruno Mars? Obviously, the Red Hot Chili Peppers thing, I can kind of get why they don't want him. Mm-hmm. But who do they not? Who do they want instead of Bruno Mars? Wait, they're saying that they want somebody no, else? No, who, who would it be? Uh, Justin Timberlake? Timberlake can't do it, though. Oh, he totally could. No, no. Well, yes, he can perform, but no, because of the, the whole nipplegate. <gasps> oh, my God. Gonna, I totally forgot about they're that. They're never going to let him back on there. Yeah. I really doubt they'll ever let him back That's on. That's true, because honestly, I would watch JT rock a halftime show. Well, yeah, you could put Timberlake and Jay-Z on there, and well, they yeah. could just do their tour. Like, yeah, obviously, that would be a good one. But Timberlake, I don't think there's any way they'll ever let I him like back on I'd like to see a spectacle. I'd like to see somebody like Lady Gaga or something do it. I just want to see a big old mess going on up there. Keelan is saying football fans want someone more masculine. So who could it... Who would be... Well, like when they had the Rolling Stones do it. Like, that was good. Or, or Aerosmith, I think, or whoever they did. Like. Eh, see, Aerosmith was kind of boring to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I, Aerosmith is fine, but they're really old and they don't move very fast. And they're just kind of... <laughs> I mean, they just kind of sit there and they're little... They probably prop them up a little bit and so they can sing. Yeah, I don't... I, I just... I can't come up with someone, someone else. If you guys can come up with someone else who you think would be a better one... Let me know. Bon Jovi. All right, I could kind of see Bon Jovi since mm. it's New York, close to New Jersey. Okay, maybe maybe that would be... Or actually, maybe I think it is in New Jersey. I think it is this yeah, year. Yeah, I think it's at the Giant mm-hmm. Stadium in New Jersey. All right, that would be a good one. I can give you that. Well, there we go. Anyway, Bruno Mars. Very angering. Oh, boy. I'm mad. <laughs> I'm finally in ball talk. I've got this. And uh, let's see. Oh, I think our guests might be here. Uh, so I'll uh, I'll pull this up here, and this is just for everyone who knows. And this has to do with football that's coming up this weekend, and in particular, something you're going to be hearing probably a lot of from Peyton Manning. And Peyton Manning 
has a call that he does when he's at the line. Okay. And you can clearly, because they mic those guys, so you can hear it on the broadcast. And if you watched the game this last weekend with the Broncos against, uh, who they play, the Chargers, you heard him say this a lot. I believe it was like 40-some times. And I've got a montage of it. Okay. That I just want you to be aware of. <laughs> All right. I want to hear this. Most of it being Thomas after, but instead, the ball is moved. Omaha! 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 The first two games. Peyton's right side. Omaha! 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 For the touchdown. These are all different times that he said this during the game. Oh, my God. Does he say it over and over again? Omaha. These are different plays. Okay, I guess someone's saying it sounds like a mating call. It does. (laughs) So Peyton Manning, this is part of his cadence that he does at the line, says Omaha over and over and over. It was happening so much over this weekend that Omaha started trending. On Twitter and the city of Omaha, their tourism board got on it too, and even posted something thanking Peyton Manning for all of the free publicity. Wow! So it's part of his cadence, Omaha, that you will hear this weekend. So if you hear <laughs> that all this week, you'll hear people saying Omaha a lot. And that is why it is awesome. All right, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right, was our guests here? I think they might be in the hallway. I'm not sure. Okay. All right. So let's. Uh, do you want to take a quick break? Yes. Let's take a break, and uh, we shall be back here in just a minute with more fun employment radio. Welcome. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. What's up, guys? It's the world champion Judah Friedlander. You're listening to Greg and Sarah. On Fun Employment Radio. Why? Because you're a hero. Yeah. There's so many people in here. There are indeed. Mm-hmm. Including ourselves. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. So as promised, we are, we are chock full of comedians in here today. We sure are. Two that we've had on before and one for the first and time. And a mystery. And a mystery. A mystery. We don't know anything about them. We Is don't. Yeah, yeah, we have a <laughs> And Sean's just going to start talking out of the gates. There we go. We, we, right. we had this like grandiose introduction. Sean, thanks for fucking it up. Well, yeah, show's over again. This is this is twice it's been ruined so far <laughs> since they got in here. All right, so sh- we have of course Sean Jordan. Hey, Say hello. What's happening? There Hi, Sean. Mr. Randy Mendez. Hello. And Curtis. Curtis hello, Cook. Sarah. Hello. Hi, Curtis. Hi. So we've said hi to these guys before. So how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome to our show. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for coming in. Curtis really apparently has it. socks with uh, with weed leaves on them. He does. So They're purple always. too. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. I really like socks. <laughs> Do you collect them? I'm starting to. Yeah, like a little sock hoarding. Oh, they can't see me nod, yes. Yes. I'm yes. oh, sorry. <laughs> yes. They could hear you breathe. <laughs> <on that>. <laughs> <laughs> breathe twice for yes, please. So, okay, well, we were talking about this right before we went on air because we were having this discussion, too, about Bruno Mars being the halftime performer at the Super Bowl. And I was noticing on this weekend, I posted something about it. I'm like, why are, why are people so angry? And there's so many people that are ticked off. That Bruno Mars is the halftime performer. But you guys are pro Bruno Mars. I I can't speak for everybody. I like Bruno Mars. I think he's dope. I think he's a good singer. Nothing wrong with Bruno Mars. Is he a good entertainer, though? Do you think he can put on, like, a good good performance? I've never seen him actually perform. I know. He's like an old-school, like, Vegas crooner style. Yeah. I mean, he dresses up. He, like, he does the whole night. I mean, the soup... They'll do the rest. They'll do Mm. the performance part like but he'll sing and kill it and fucking make well it. you know that we'll just be watching the kitten bowl anyway right <laughs> totally. the kitten halftime kitten show puppy bowl. kitten puppy bowl 
I can't wait to put my Big make cup. my draft. You're gonna have to show me how to do like a draft thing because <laughs> uh, they the have puppies. They uh, have a puppy draft. All right, we will get one set mm-hmm. out at halftime at the kitty kitten bowl. They're gonna have Bruno Paws. <laughs> Cat pot. Bruno cat pot. Oh wow! <laughs> I hope to God that's true. You can see these comedy stylings. Too. <laughs> <laughs> we saw Sean's comedy stylings this past weekend. We did indeed. Yeah, you fucking rocked it. Thank you. That, that was, was a solid show all around. Was super fun. That was, yeah, it was a rough, rough week. Of, like after the show. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Everything else was so fun. But yeah, it was super. Yeah, for anybody that doesn't know, Sean was with uh, Kyle Kinane over this last uh, mm-hmm. this last weekend it sounded like he was club. with him I know. Was well with I don't know I can't <laughs> confirm you can't confirm nor deny I that I don't almost crying I get so mushy <laughs> there's a lot of chemistry on stage I'll say that <laughs> Mandy what do you think of Bruno Mars I have no, I have no opinion. I don't even understand this whole thing with the Super Bowl like halftime show. Does anybody actually remember seeing one in their life? Like who, who was Janet last Jackson year? Did. Yeah, yeah, that's Janet it. Jackson. That's yeah, literally the, the only one. Beyonce was last year. Yeah, what's wrong? LMFAO yeah, was what happened? The there were some hilarious memes that were made from her Super Bowl. Oh, that or was yeah, that was a good thing. And then Madonna looked all creepy and old oh, a couple yeah. of years yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> Bag of bones. Yeah. Skittering around. Yeah, on stage. Oh, she's really veiny. Well, the other thing that they've done, so <laughs> since people are so pissed off about Bruno Mars, they've added in another act to perform with him, which Nickel is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Are performing <laughs> with Bruno Mars. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Are they all playing that- together? Together? I'm assuming they're the, they saw the, all the backlash about Bruno Mars. Like, okay, what's the opposite of Bruno Mars? Let's get Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> oh, in here. Oh, God, he's not going to we'll sing some like, version of Under the Bridge or something with Probably. them. Probably. Oh, Guaranteed, man. of course. I bet you Bruno ends up singing it with him. Yeah. 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 That, that's what's going to happen. Oh, I'm just, I'm not. I think after working in commercial radio for so long, we had to play so much Red Hot Chili Peppers. I yeah, just don't that, like them. Yeah, that's true. That, yeah. Did, that did get a little bit old. I don't know. Now I kind of want to watch it because it just sounds like it's going to be a train wreck. Well, you can just hear it give it away. Like, if you close your eyes, I can just hear it right now. <laughs> I can hear him and see him doing it right now. Yeah. And it doesn't look like no. I'm enjoy it. No, it's mind. not pretty. It's not pretty. But I, I will watch it, though. It'll yeah. be like a train wreck. They just need to throw throw a couple more people in there. They'll It'll have be perfectly a cameo good. or two in there. But. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> who will they can Who cameos Bruno Mars and the Red Hot Chili Peppers? I don't know. Jeff Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> that I would watch. <laughs> just stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just like, hangs out on stage. There's a bunch of people whispering like, hey, "Is that Jeff Bridges over there?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell. You just standing there, looking confused. The <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are all participating in an event that's coming up on January nineteenth. Correct. Yeah. This so, Sunday. This Sunday, we're doing the funny over everything. These two gentlemen are nice enough to grace the stage with us, and Shane Torres and John Roy, and uh, that's it, right? I think so. Well, you booked it. <laughs> <laughs> Derek and Derek Sheen. Jesus. <laughs> Derek Sheen. I knew that wasn't it. I'm an idiot. Yeah, it's going to be super fun. So cool. So, what kind of a show is Funny Over Everything? Is it just everyone getting up and doing their, um, you know, their stuff, or do you guys come on together? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We try to make it a little different than just normal stand-up. I mean, we try to throw other stuff in there. Like, we've been... Last show, we took everyone's face and put it on a big, ridiculous photo of them and put that on the screen. It was funny. So I'm <laughs> wondering what I'm going to put your two ugly mugs on. So have you guys done Funny Over Everything before? I've done it once, I think. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. Curtis, have you? No, this is my first time. Okay. It's exciting. Yeah? <laughs> you sound you sound thrilled. I it. am. I saw, it. I saw it this time last year, and I was like, that's the show I want to do. And then it took a year. That's um, awesome. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Curtis was doing it till 10 seconds ago. And <laughs> 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 no, last year we were talking about how I got booked on Super Bowl Sunday. Yes. 
bonehead. Oh. <laughs> and you're saying what Shane's oh. reasoning was that nobody, you know, comedy fans don't watch the Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's still, you know, he's probably going to get furious when he hears me talk about how he booked it, but he booked it. <laughs> <laughs> Throw him under the bus. He's, he's not here. Date. I mean, we, you know, he picked it a couple months in advance, but yeah, like g- getting towards it, me and Ian are just like, motherfucker. <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. And it's like, you want to think that nobody watches football, but like we're saying, Everybody watches. That's the I. Yeah. I don't watch football at all. And that I watch it that day. It's like a national holiday, is what it is, pretty much. Yeah. It's a beer drinking holiday. Yeah, you it's an excuse to get shit faced at ten a.m. Yeah, South yeah. Dakota. They fucking. They. You don't get. What is it? It was. I worked at the job that I was working for Capital One. Something crazy. Like they didn't have. Uh, what Christmas Eve we had to work, but. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday, they closed the whole building or something like that. <laughs> or like Easter. It was Easter Sunday. They had people working, but Super Bowl Sunday, we weren't working. They let everybody off. It's like it's pointless because everybody's going to call in sick anyway. Yeah. yeah. South Dakota, dude. <laughs> yeah. South Dakota. Yeah, all right. All right. Well, well, so, Curtis, how long have you been doing stand-up? Uh, uh, three years this this week. Wow. That's awesome. Three years this week. Where where did you do it for the first time? Was it here in Portland? Uh, it was uh, in Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. And it was at a coffee shop called Bella Dubby. Okay. And now I'm here. It's better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> better than Cleveland coffee shops. <laughs> What's Bella Dubby? Mean? Well, yeah. uh, <laughs> What's a Cleveland coffee shop crowd like for comedy? Uh, so it's like four people that want to pay attention and then some homeless people that want to be warm. <laughs> that's it. Would you say it was a success, your first show? No. Uh, uh, no. We talked a lot about all the things you talk about when you do your first show. Like how I jacked off one time and it was crazy. <laughs> Just the one time? Yeah. Yeah. Again. It needs to be crazy every time, dude. Can we say that this is not... Mm, can you swear? Yeah, you can say yeah. that. Okay. I just said shit face like 30 seconds ago. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> Only I can swear, Curtis. Not you. It's so funny. How often do people ask after they swear? Yeah. Like, oh, can you do that? Most of yeah. the time. Yeah. That's yeah. usually it. It does happen. Yeah. <laughs> Our Christian conservative-based crowd is going to be very upset. Yeah, so yeah, they'll feel so violated. <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, yeah, I just okay. told a lot of jokes that were like, oh, Disney princesses are sexy. Am I right, 30-year-olds? And then they didn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> so then you jet setted from there to, <laughs> to Portland. Yeah, more, like he was forced to leave. Right, they just kicked you out. Yeah, it was. I had, I was. Things were thrown at me. It was the phrase "you'll never work in this town again" was used. Seriously, but that's something they just say to everybody in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that kind of like a compliment? Though? I was going to say that must be pretty special. <laughs> I just like you this much. <laughs> so now you live in Portland, and you set a goal to do something like funny over everything. And now a year later, you're achieving your goal. Yeah. What about from a, a year from now, Curtis? Oh yeah, let's just do goal setting. Let's do some goal setting. Yeah. Oh, a year from now? Yeah, because yeah, look, your dream just came true. You get to work with Sean and Randy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. In a year, I'd like to surpass both of them comedically. <laughs> <as a professional. laughs> Leave them behind as a faint memory. That happened a long time ago. <laughs> For me, anyways. I'm just here. I'm just the guy with red eyes. Can't hug you. Curtis on the way in. Curtis goes, man, are you, your eyes always that red? <laughs> and then Randy goes, I'm sorry if that's like a personal thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my eyes no. are always bleeding. Thank you. <laughs> like I just, I was wondering, like, what's a personal thing? Like, yeah, my dead dad's my, the red in my eyes. That's what. That <laughs> so I hate it when people bring it up. <laughs> Way to make it awkward, Curtis. <laughs> your fault. Well, Randy, we haven't talked to you in a couple months. How have you been? How's your How's your uh, hot stripper wife and your blessed child? 
That's a weird to put together. <laughs> it's That's a family. So I, I know. It a family? So, you could like pause and ask. I mean, one period. And then the other one. Sorry, I shouldn't have put them together. My apologies. <laughs> They're both well, I think. Okay. <laughs> and moving and on. <laughs> and I won't be asking any questions. Randy anymore. does have the cutest daughter I've ever seen in my life. She's ridiculous. She is. It's just it came from you. You're ugly mug. I don't. I know. I don't know how to, how to put. It's like when people say it that way. <laughs> like your daughter, like yours, like with your jeans. She's beautiful. I don't know how. Yeah, I think yeah. the last time you were on, you were talking about how she gave you an uppercut after watching you play like Grand Theft Auto or something. Oh like no, that. no, Mortal uh, Mortal Kombat, DC, whatever that one is. Oh, the yeah. fighting yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, and she's she's getting like a mean personality. <laughs> like she's like learning how to like play pranks like all the time. She thinks it's funny to like we used to like high five or like a bro we'd like fist you know bump. Yeah, and now she's like if I go for that she'll purposely do a high five, <laughs> and she like gets this like really demented laugh. Like you see it like and I play it up like I like look like I'm upset, and the more upset I get, I notice the more she laughs maniacally, <laughs> and I don't know if I'm supposed to be doing something about <laughs> about that. Or if I just think it's going to be hilarious. when, As long as I can, I want to learn to point it towards other people. Right. I just want to learn how to point this thing. <laughs> Direct it elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. It's like your personal weapon, basically. Pretty much. She's yeah. going to be able to, I mean, I remember I, when I first started stand-up, I had a joke that I wanted, like, if you want you know, to do the superpower game, mm-hmm. I always wanted the superpower of being able to turn into, like, an 11-year-old kid. So that the next time I saw some punk-ass kid, I could just turn into an 11-year-old and legally beat the fuck out of them. <laughs> and now I'm going to have my own little, like, personal, like, little bully to go out and like, send you to the world. You could train. Yeah. <laughs> you should get her. More Mortal Kombat. <laughs> That's not going to fuck her up at all. <laughs> College will be a breeze with that. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy's trained fighter. <laughs> that is true, though. There are a little, a lot of little assholes that you wish you could do something about. Yeah, that's true. Dude, yeah, you'll see kids. I see it at skate parks a lot, like little kids being, yeah. you know, like ruthless to some other kid. Like, I just want to walk up and smack him yeah. so hard, but you can't. No, <laughs> you know, legally, you can't. God, I just sometimes I like making fun of kids for being fat or like for being bad at <laughs> yeah. skateboarding, and you're like. I just want to walk up and be like, that's going to fuck that kid up forever, what you're doing. Yeah. Like, when people made fun of me for having acne, I'm like, 10 years later, I still yeah. am not quite over it, you know? Yeah. Mm. Just, it ruins people. I just, why can't everybody be happy all the time, Randy? Yeah, mm-hmm. there was some kid in the <laughs> grocery store that I was talking about. This was, this was a while ago. Michael Bryan? Was a ago. Yeah, Michael Bryan, this little shit. I didn't know his name when I walked in the door. <laughs> but I, I walked in the grocery store, and I'm, it, wasn't, it was like the corner mart. And I'm walking through, and I feel something hit my back. And I look down, and it's like a matchbox car. And yeah. there's this little shithead, probably about six years old, maybe five, I don't, I can't tell ages. I can't like tell six, seven, something like that, yeah. sitting there laughing at me because he just thrown this Matchbox car at me. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And he's with this woman. I, I guess it was his mom. And she's like, oh, Michael Bryan, go pick that up, Michael Bryan. <laughs> come on, Michael Bryan. Like, didn't apologize. And he kept at throwing all. shit at you. She was like <laughs> laughing that this little kid was doing this. And then the kid starts running around the store, and I can see the clerk. You know, nervous about what this kid's doing. (laughs) And this little shit kept doing it. And And the woman thinks it's just adorable. Oh, she thought it was hilarious. Oh, Michael Bryan. Come here, Michael Bryan. Such a pretentious. Always those. Yeah. (laughs) So pretentious. And we get outside, and like, she had left just before I did, and I walk out, and this kid has like a pocket full of candy that he just stolen off the shelves in there. It's like, oh, Michael Bryan, you shouldn't have done that. And then they just keep on walking. Like, no punishment at all. No life lessons. On stolen candy. Yeah. So if I ever see Michael Bryan again, 
again. I would like to you will sick your child on it. I'm senator in like 30 <laughs> yeah. years is where you're going to see my problem. <laughs> Michael Bryan, senator future Michael president. Bryan, yeah, full yeah. name or senator. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, put that name in your daughter's lexicon so we can go after him. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go. Don't teach her to hunt down Michael Bryan's just specifically. Yeah. That's know, fine. That's true. I've already been building in like a Pavlov response to anything that ends with Aiden. Like any Jaden Caden. I'm like, just, just get the hairs on the back of your neck. Just get into attack mode if you hear that. <laughs> Have you thought about in the future like signing her up for karate lessons or anything? Oh, she'll definitely want to do stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, she likes she likes punching and kicking and stuff. <laughs> and dancing. I mean, she does like normal things. <laughs> I remember you talking about when she learned that p- pulling on your beard hurt. Oh, my God. When she figured that out, that that's like, oh, fuck his beard. And yeah, like, and then she wanted me to look at something that that's basically a rudder. <laughs> she was like, Daddy, look. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> And it's weird to have, like, this thing in your house that can do things to you that if a man did it to you, you'd be allowed to punch him square in his fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, she will just, like, just, she will hit me, like, in the face, in the nose, and you know, I have to respond to it like an adult and, like, not, like, throw her. <laughs> I mean, it, it, she's so malicious. Like, I would, and there's times, like, uh, we me and Don Frost. Yeah, Don was talking the other day about his kid hitting it with a hitting him with a flashlight to wake him up. <laughs> Jesus! Like I woke up and my kid just went smack right on the bridge of his nose with like a big ass flashlight. Yeah. That's how he woke up and he's like, "Fuck!" And the kid's laughing his ass off. <laughs> like you can't do anything. No. You can't. It's, you're just suppressing like all instinct. Every instinct in your body when you get hit like that is just like. Man up, let's do this. You want to step? Let's do this, child. I wonder where she gets the hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we wake Curtis up all the time. Party. <laughs> 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 Flashlight and Chris's nose. Curtis, wake up. Go to your crib. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you guys performing? Are you guys performing any other place this week before your show on Sunday? Oh, not. I don't know. Tonic. Are you doing tonic tomorrow? Yeah. What is that called? Weekly recurring, Weekly recurring humor. humor night. Yeah, tell them more about my show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's awesome. it's, yeah, it's an really amazing fun. show. There, I mean, all the shows in this town are so good right now. They're, yeah. We're very blessed that we have such a good supportive. You know, I mean, the, the show that you guys put on is fucking phenomenal. Oh, thanks. thank you, great. sir. Barbara's is great. There's one. You know, they're all they're all good. Uh, it's I love it here. I love it so much. Nice. God, yeah. I want to, We've been making out the whole time, but should we tell people we're making <laughs> no, out? No, no. Leave it to the imagination. Anyone Theater who's not the talking mind. is making out with somebody this whole time. <laughs> you mentioned the so socks. Happy. Curtis is only wearing socks right now. Oh, hey, I got an update. Okay, so I got these socks from my girlfriend, and it reminded me. So last time I was on this show, Are you just bringing this up because you want to say that you have a girlfriend? Yeah. Listen, I, <laughs> listen, I had sex not too long ago. <laughs> hey, you guys remember the last time I was here? Um, I was talking about going to the Renaissance Fair with the, yes. like a first date with this girl. And, we, and, yeah, and you wore your backpack. Never ended up going. Yeah, okay. so we went to dinner instead, but yeah, that's my girlfriend now. So. Oh my <laughs> wow. god. It turned out okay. The backpack didn't scare her. No, it didn't. We we actually repeated our first date last night. I wrote her a coupon book for Christmas. That's what broke guys doing. <laughs> Here's a no, I would have got you fucking diamonds, but isn't this little coupon book better? I'm creative, right? What what were the coupons? One of them was like recreate our first date to a T, but we th- I called a few audibles during the date. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. What? I <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was that was. <laughs> what were I, I'm curious, but what were the other? Was it like back massage? Like there was one. I gave her one for back massage. I gave her one for like a mediocre back massage. <laughs> I gave her Patriot Day, where we just do like every everything that we do has red, white, and blue in the title. There was one <laughs> one that I, I gave her one that was fun. I can't remember, but yeah. There, oh, I, we bake a pizza, and this one might be tricky for me. We bake a pizza in the shape of her home state that has one pepperoni on it, and that's the state capital. 
Yeah, this dude. is her <laughs> ladies. <laughs> yeah, ladies. <laughs> He's taken, ladies. <laughs> Off the market. Don't try Googling it. <laughs> what I'm curious now, what is her home state? Sarah's given, like, honestly, what a loser. <laughs> I'm, just, that's I'm just really trying to see the present in it for, for uh, her. It just got more like a creative, like, I was just trying I to I think it's very it. sweet. I think anything, anytime you take some time, you know, to make something for somebody else, yeah. it's very nice. I tried. But yeah. what is the home state? Michigan. Michigan. That's a tricky one. Oh, yeah. That's that's going to be like two separate pizzas, though, yeah. right? Yeah. Wait, so are you making the pizza for her, or are you guys doing this together? We'll probably end up doing it together. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Some present. That's so accomplishing a task together. together. We can both eat it. <laughs> See you, ladies. See what you're missing, ladies? <laughs> you can even give her the piece with the pepperoni on it and be like, this is how much I love you, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. But yeah, it's fine. I just figured enough. Well, I am awesome. so happy. Congratulations. <laughs> that is very exciting. Yeah. It is indeed. Curtis, how's, how's your relationship life looking? Uh, Curtis, do you have a lady friend? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Uh, I don't know. It's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret. I haven't heard any updates in a while, so I figured I'd bring it up right now. Well, I do. <laughs> I have a lady friend. I just bought her a, a, a bracelet because I'm a grown-up. <laughs> you didn't give her a coupon? <laughs> her a bracelet. <laughs> Here's a coupon. Go buy yourself a I will a go with bracelet. you as you buy yourself jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind of bracelet? Oh, I was lying. I don't get it. Okay. <laughs> okay Sean's still doing better than me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Curtis might or might not have a girlfriend that he did not buy jewelry for. That's what we've got. So ladies, you might have a chance with this one. Yeah. If you try hard enough, I will tell you the answers. <laughs> try hard enough. I've seen you I operate. Know. <laughs> if you, you want to have sex with me in a public bathroom <laughs> when I'm blackout drunk at White Owl. <laughs> <laughs> See, it was it wasn't real until you made it specific. That was oddly yeah. specific. That and everyone's like, "Oh shit, he's telling the truth." That is <laughs> and they just cleaned up those bathrooms too. Thanks, oh, Curtis. Good. Time Gross. to strike again. <laughs> so Hollywood theater. Yes, <laughs> that's happening this Sunday. Yeah. Indeed. Yes, and you can get your tickets at funnyovereverything.com. No, nah, you just go to the Hollywood website. Or go to the Hollywood website. Go to the Hollywood website, and they got them. And I think uh, we're going to try to run a promotion on. Thursday, the tickets are going to be uh, a little bit discounted for everybody that orders them on Thursday. So nice. If you're wanting to get tickets, get them today or wait till Thursday, and maybe it'll be a better deal. <laughs> when you already said that, they beat the All right. <laughs> you can tell I'm not a marketing genius. They'll <laughs> <laughs> be more expensive today. Buy some tickets. Get <laughs> <laughs> you get them. Well, we'll put a link up on our website too. Yes. It's hollywoodtheater.org and it's the, uh, the the fancy spelling of theater. The, oh, with R-E. the R E? Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Hollywoodtheater.org. Michael Bryan. That is, I know. That is something like a Michael Bryan thing to do. Little asshole. I bet Bryan's got a weird fucking P in there or something too. <laughs> Probably. Michael Bryan with a P. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, there's got to be something. Man, that little shit. <laughs> I so wanted to throw that match. Never mind. I'm getting too wrapped up in my. I know. Now. You should have just thrown that. I, I was telling him you should have thrown it behind the soda machine or something. Just picked it up and like really. I should. Don't throw it at the kid. If it just happens again. Throw it so we can't get it back. I have every time I go to that store, I do look for. Do you him. fantasize? <laughs> 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 it's like I'm being picked on by a seven year old. Like man, if he does it again. And then ratting him out to the clerk. Like last time, Michael Brain was in here. He stole candy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, kind of. That is yeah. what I go through. All right. Well, Sean right. Jordan, Randy Mendez, Curtis Cook. Thank you Thank guys you for guys coming in. Yes. Much. really appreciate it. Funny over everything. Get your tickets now. And uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. You guys are fantastic. See, I said it in a low voice. That means that means it's more Yeah, sincere. you got real That's serious. That's what I've been practicing. Then. We practiced that at the beginning of the show. You said it very manly. You guys are amazing. That doesn't sound fucking creepy at all. I'll work on it a little more. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Let go.
Listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Oh, 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 o